Hey man, when I drop this beat right here, I need everybody to get up. Welcome to the Minds Unlimited Podcast, where we empower others by changing perspectives. I am your host, Dr. J. Duncan. And this is your co-host, Just Z. And welcome back to season number four. That's what's up. That's what's up. See, season number four, I still don't memorize these buttons. Oh, it's this one. This, all right, go ahead. No, it's that one. Yeah, it's that one. There we go. All right. <laughs> That's what's up. So, season number four. What we got for him, Z? So we kind of introduced this in our interviews, but we are going to be talking about the keys. The keys. Uh huh. The keys. Yeah. What What do you mean by the keys? Okay. So, um, the way we do definitions is going to be a little different. I'm gonna give you all the definition of a key in general okay. right now. Okay. So a key in general. In general. Is a thing that provides a means of gaining access to. Or understanding something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Z, why is that important for them for this season? What What are we doing? What are we setting up? Okay, so keys usually go to what? Doors. Okay. We are opening doors. We okay. are speaking existence into rooms. We are mm. unlocking possibilities. That's what's up. So um, we are giving you guys uh the metaphorical keys but a lot of these keys you might already have you might be sources for you to retrieve Mm -hmm. all of that good stuff Um, so in order to kind of introduce this topic uh we definitely (laughs) have fun with naming this episode what's Mm -hmm. behind door number one Indeed. (laughs) Indeed. What's behind door number one? Mm Yo, I'm willing to bet if any one of you out there lives some life, then you know sometimes you're not looking forward to even going up to the door of life, let alone being concerned on what's on the other side. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like a couple of, for the last couple of seasons, we've been, you know, been good we've given some direction and whatnot but i do feel that when we talk about keys and we talk about doors we have to give acknowledgement to locks so yeah. i i get a get a hunch that this season <laughs> that we're going to be talking about some things to help some people deal with some things that have been locked up that have been locked up or they have been locked up oh they just been thinking that the outside is really the inside but it's vice versa oh we Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, shoot, that's personal. So we might hear some some personal. But for today's episode, y'all know how we do. We we like to build it up. Build it up. Do you stop it? <laughs> yeah. Stop All right. It. All right. Pop us off, Jesse. I want to hear you. Go ahead. Because now you got me started. Look, talk about build it up. What's usually the last thing that goes on a building? Let me quit. Okay, we gave you the definition of keys, right? Mm-hmm. And we're usually using keys plural because there's different kinds of keys, yes, right? Ma'am. Depending mm-hmm. on the type of lock, depending on the type of door, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Multiple keys for one door. You got dead yeah. bolts and all this. 
So we also have to acknowledge the door. Hence, what's behind door number one. Mm-hmm. Um, because if we really think, like, how does a door work? A door works as our mind allows it to. Mm-hmm. So let's let me tell you this. There are all types of doors that I've seen. There are revolving doors. There are sliding doors. There are push doors. There are pull doors. There are locked doors. There are unlocked doors, access guard doors, right? Mm-hmm. And so when we think about what's behind the door, then that tells us kind of how the door needs to be made, what the function of the door is. The function, okay. Yeah, I know that for me in the mental health realm, uh, the doors symbolize access points, whether that's access in or have access out of something. Correct. Right. So I guess that falls in line with that functionality piece is depending on what you perceive that you're dealing with, the door, the makeup of the door, it changes mm-hmm. the nature of the door some people don't believe, like, for example, when you have an anxiety attack, you probably don't see your door as, as a revolving door. You see that as a deadbolt bar on the door. You need a 10 code access to get out, let alone to get in. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I yeah, that that hits home for for me, possibly a lot of you out there that deal with something to where you feel like access is an issue, whether it's access to or it having exposure or access to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like what you were saying, um, that with that anxiety piece, you probably, if you have a door, it's a lock from the inside, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> because yeah. ain't nobody or nothing getting in unless you're letting it. Yeah. Right. Um, and so there's also the, um, the doors that are dependent upon other things in our life. There are the doors that we are super excited to to bust down, right? If we have a, a goal, mm-hmm. right, and that's the door at the end of the tunnel, we can't wait to go through that door, right, and see what's next. We can't wait to pass through, you know, our teenage years to get to our adulthood, get through that door of adulthood, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's always we're looking at whether we know it or not, what's on or behind said door. Yeah. And also assessing what's behind said door, we have to think about what we have going up to it, right? So if we see a huge, you know, steel door, we're going to assume it's heavy, maybe locked down. What's behind it? Is it something that needs to be protected? What do we need to get through? And I like that you were talking about access points because when you see a door, you consider it your way in or out. Mm-hmm. And certain people or things might not have access to every door. Yeah. Um, I like how you put that as far as like, oh, th- the essence of trying to get in. There is another level of anxiety that comes with mm-hmm. having to go in. Mm-hmm. There are some doors you got to go through that you don't want to go through. Yeah. And like prison doors. Yeah. You, sometimes you want to see them just left open because if it closes, that means you're stuck. Yep. There are certain things in life to where it's like, oh, I got to deal with this season now. And you are p- 
punching, fighting, trying to get away from, and life is dragging you through the door. Mm-hmm. It's like, nah, it's your time. You're like, no, no, nah, I'm, I'm not the one, right? Because <laughs> uh, sometimes you can fear what's on the other side of the door, mm-hmm. right? Not just like, oh, well, it's outside. Remember I was saying about that sometimes you're in the inside, but really what's on the other side of the door, you fear actually crossing, but you need to. Yeah. So I like I like that. What's on the other side of the door? It, it really is an introspective question as well as it's a you know existential. There you go, question because yeah, you can be like okay, that's outsiders and animals. There's okay. there's people. There's this and the other. But no, no, no. What about the other side of the door? Your heart and your mind. Sometimes it's more scary in there. Mm-hmm. But we rather talk about what's on the outside of a home than what's on the outside of. Or perceive our mask, if you, if you will. Oh, so, yeah. what's on the other side of the door? Ooh, what is <laughs> behind <laughs> door number one? Mm-hmm. And it's that that what if factor. It's that looking at something and being like, hmm, <laughs> you know, like, well, what is on the other side? Someone could put a door in front of you that was never there before, and now all of a sudden, you like, hmm. What's behind that? Why is the door there? Right? Right. Never, never worried about it before. You could put a door in the middle of your living room so that you can't see on the other side. And you would still want to be like, hmm, what's on the other side of that door? You should know that it's still your living room, but it's the... the, That's that psychology behind it, yo. Here's another scenario that... Um, we talk about when we get into cognitive dissonance and segregation. I know that's very deep topics, but I'll make it very simple. I literally can take the space between me and you, and for the sake of making someone want to get to the other side, put a glass door to where I can see I've always had access to, but when somebody puts something in between and says, oh, now you got to work to get to it, all of a sudden I'm more prone to do things mm-hmm. to try to deserve to get to something that I already had before there was a glass thing saying, up oh, now there's a separation. Yep. So there's a psychology to this. Yeah. That I think that, you know, I know that as we go through the season, we're going we're gonna to touch at. We're going we gonna to at least touch. <laughs> but I know for, for episode one, I think the, the way that I grasped when we came up with this was that this is something that as you go through the season, you need to let things marinate. You need to let things think and evolve over the episodes. So what's behind door number one? I think that's more of a, like we, we use the term access, but really it's a reflection type deal. Like, well, first of all, what side of the door are you on? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? What side are you on? Because are you on the inside or on the outside? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to get through or are you trying to open it towards you for somebody else? You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, let me stop. So, <laughs> no, 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 that's good though. That's good. Because I, I think that, you know, as we go through, you share gems, you share, you know, our perspectives and whatnot. It's all, that's all good and dandy. But if a person doesn't reflect and ask themselves these questions about, okay, well, how does this pertain to me? Specifically for this season, an episode one of this season, how does this pertain to you in thought? Like before we even get into the different types of keys, before you get to a combination versus a padlock, first of all, where are you at? Are you on the outside of the house trying to get in? Because the inside trying to get out. Because that gives you your role. Because if you're trying to be a Berkeley, you, you're trying to enter differently than the person that owns the house. Yeah. Not that I'm, you know, <laughs> you know, pushing that or whatnot. <laughs> but no, real talk. Like, depending on your role, which you have to understand your purpose, your why, your what, mm-hmm. the, where are you at? 
GPS rerouting. I can't find you. First, tell me where you are. What tools do you have? What are your intentions? Are you getting in or are you coming out? Yeah. You know what I mean? Is it close? Is it too much on the inside? And that's why you were getting to see. Then you get into the whys. But for real, for real, for this episode, take a deep breath. Make it super simple. Where are you standing? Are you on this side? On the outside. Okay. What's okay. behind the door? What's in front of the door? Okay. Got you. How do you find out what's on the other side of the door, Z? What? What? You need a key? You need to knock? Uh-huh. Which I think is deep on its own. Yeah. Knocking, low-key, is the humility of knowing that you need an answer. Yeah. It is an your, external answer. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's your way of doing something going, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yep. literally, knock, 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 three, so I don't know. Yeah. Right? There you go, <laughs> right? And if something does not answer, guess what? You know, no one either. No one is home. Or they ain't letting you in. There you go, <laughs> right? So you get a better understanding of this external world once you get to the place you have to first know, are you trying to get in or out? Because if you're trying to get out, you're probably not knocking. At all. You probably slammed the door trying to get out. If right? something is locked and you're trying to get out, Oh, it's going down. You're figuring out all types <laughs> of ways. But if something is locked and you're trying to get in, what do you do? Doop, doop, doop. <laughs> Hello? <Like>, knock. <laughs> and if you me, you calling, knocking, because they might not have heard the door. I know y'all heard the door. Even if doors are, if you're trying to get in and you just see a door, you just, it's natural to just knock. Even if it's unlocked, you just want to knock. To announce your presence, right? Mm-hmm. To announce. Get permission. Man, for listen. entry i but, think there was an episode of the podcast called permission versus forgiveness mm-hmm. right but do you always need permission these are all things that we're gonna cover here but i really i'll be honest with y'all i really wanted to hone in on keys and doors and get you guys thinking about what doors or points of access you want and or need in your life mm-hmm. while before we go into just giving you all the keys right okay yep yep indeed and i would not be me if i did not give you your why for right now and i'm going to take it from my field of expertise mental health understanding like we said before your your position to the door your position to getting in or out is the first step to any type of growth because you need to understand what condition you are in. There is no point in you having a million keys if you don't even know you need to use them on the door. Because why is that a whole padlock? (laughs) Why is it a a whole numbered entry and you got keys? And you got keys because why? Traditionally, keys open doors. Why? Traditionally, if you had a key, even if it's a key to the city, what, what door does it unlock? I don't know. It's just a key now. Mm-hmm. It's just decora- decoration. How many of us own key rings full of keys and that we don't even live in those homes or have those doors? Don't even remember what lock it goes to. Nope. Right? But we jangling. We jangling, jiggling. Jack- we we got to put it away somewhere special, right? Man. As if we're going to use them again in the future. <laughs> right? And I am telling people, um, to even self, sometimes we do that with our lives. We've developed the sense of we have to have answers or keys to situations, but we don't acknowledge what type of situation we are currently in. Doors. 
right? We don't acknowledge those doors. So I'm going to keep that short, but real talk, I want people to use this time to reflect on what in your life do you need a key for? What doors are you in front of? If you do that, you will be better equipped to go through these episodes Mm -hmm. or even go backwards. You can go through previous seasons, but if you know your situation, you'll know what episodes apply to your door. Oh, yeah. And remember, keys are not always physical metal things that we think of, right? Mm -hmm. The definition, that's why we gave you all the general definition, (laughs) is a, a thing that provides means of gaining access to or understanding. So the key could be beyond just something you put in the door. A key can be an external factor that has to do with the door. A key can be a word that reaches someone that has access to the door. A key can be, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, but again, that's dependent upon the door, dependent upon where you are in relation, dependent upon the locking mechanism, all that stuff. She, it's engineer brain popped off. I know, I know, I know. That's what's up. <laughs> All right. Well, that's, I believe that's a good place to allow people to, to stop and meditate and, and take some of that from there. To figure they, out what's behind door number one. Indeed, indeed. I know they're going to be different. Like, what? We ain't going to have a full, something, some anxiety is about to go off. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. You know why? We're going to give you something midweek. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about for for those that don't. Just see, open that door for them. What we got for them midweek? Midweek, we're going to have a YouTube video dropping for y'all with not only, you know, a recap of the podcast, but some visual aids. Of course, you get to see us, but visual aids and nuggets, keys, if you will, to help y'all kind of understand uh more about what we talked about in the podcast indeed indeed for you guys that that are used to hearing us thank you for staying with us for the growth we have done beyond expectations on this podcast we look forward to continuing that growth this is another stage in that so y'all know what's up if you've made it this far then you know how to contact us. But if you have not, and this is your first time hearing it, just see grace them with the ways to get in contact with us, which also will be found in the description. Yes. But in case y'all don't want to read it, for some odd reason. <laughs> we got y'all. So our Instagrams are at underscore just underscore Z underscore for me. And you got across the mic at Dr. D-O-C-T-O-R underscore J dot Duncan, D-U-N-C-A-N. Um, on Instagram, our email is Duncan at Minds Unlimited, M-I-N-D-S-U-N-L-T-D dot com. Yes, our Instagram page is at Minds Unlimited, M-I-N-D-S-U-N-L-T-D. Um, and if you are looking for some fresh gear uh, because your mind state has been changed, then head over to get some Mind State apparel at Mind State, M-I-N-D-S-T-8 underscore apparel on Instagram. Indeed. So that's a lot of information. We know we're going to let that digest, if you will. And uh, we're going to see you again next week on the Minds Unlimited podcast. But we're going to catch you in the meantime with all the other events that we got going on. Anything else you got for them today, Z? Nope, behind door number one is a bomb podcast. I know that. That's what's up. <laughs> so as always, the smallest change in perspective can change your life. Peace. Peace.